From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Tuesday the 12th of April. Good afternoon. Today we'll be discussing some of the biggest stories, including Biden's ban on ghost guns and the hacking of Russia's space agency. We'll also be answering today's big question, will Sri Lanka default on its foreign debt, as well as discussing the Austrian Chancellor's visit to Vladimir Putin. Before we get into your regularly scheduled briefing though, we've just received notice that Britain's Prime Minister Boris Johnson and Chancellor Rishi Sunak have both been fined in relation to the ongoing Partygate scandal. This means that Britain's own Prime Minister has been fined for his involvement in Downing Street parties, which took place during Covid lockdowns and therefore broke the law at the time. The implications of this haven't had time to unfold yet, but Johnson breaking the law and potentially misleading the House of Commons could create further issues for the Prime Minister, who's already been struggling in the polls lately. His own Conservative MPs may therefore be tempted to remove the wounded Prime Minister from office, especially as we head into local elections in the weeks ahead, but we'll keep you updated. Anyway, onto the actual briefing today though to discuss Russia's alleged use of chemical weapons. It's not exactly a secret that Russia has used some pretty immoral methods to try and gain the upper hand in their invasion of Ukraine. This morning though, it's been revealed that they may have gone a step further than we thought, with allegations that chemical weapons have been deployed in Mariupol. The West has so far stopped short of intervening in the conflict directly, opting to provide support to Ukraine instead. But there have been signs this morning that if Russia continues on this track of escalation, then the West might become more involved. The British Armed Forces Minister has claimed this morning that there are some things beyond the pale, and the use of chemical weapons will get a response, and all options are on the table for what that response could be. We don't yet know the validity of these claims, but if Russia has used chemical weapons, this really could be another step forward in this war. While the Russia-Ukraine conflict is largely taking place between nation-states, there is some evidence today that other groups have been taking matters into their own hands. Last month, it was claimed that hackers, known as Network Battalion 65, were successful at shutting down a space monitoring system used by the Russian Space Agency, although Russia denies these claims. Interestingly though, it was recently revealed that the source code used by NB65 is 66% the same as that used by Conti, the Russian organization which uses malware to extort Western countries. You might remember that Conti were responsible for encrypting Ireland's health system, something that caused a lot of stress, delay and anxiety in the country, and it's far from the only hack that the Russian organisation has conducted abroad. There is some reason to be a bit sceptical of MB65's claims though. They did previously claim to have stolen files from Russian antivirus company Kaspersky, but it turns out they didn't steal anything, and those files were public-facing all along. Nonetheless, if this is true, it's quite the UNO reverse card and shows Western organizations fighting back in ways previously reserved by Russia. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your everyday routine. Or you can just search for us in your podcast app to listen along. Next up, 
Yesterday, it was announced that British MP Imran Khan had been found guilty of sexually assaulting a 15-year-old boy in 2008. This resulted in his expulsion from the Conservative Party, and if his sentence is more than 12 months long, could result in his expulsion from the House of Commons too. Now, while this obviously led many to rejoice that justice was being served, one of Khan's colleagues got himself into hot water. That's because Tory MP Crispin Blunt called the conviction a dreadful miscarriage of justice that was nothing short of an international scandal. And in a private WhatsApp, he described the offence as minor on any scale. As you might expect, this resulted in quite a lot of controversy, and many members of the all-party parliamentary group on global LGBT plus affairs resigned as a result of the comment made by Blunt who was the group's chair. And perhaps other MPs would have followed suit, had it not been for the fact that Blunt resigned as chair of the group this morning and apologised for his comments. Moving on to global news, it's been reported today that Italy and Algeria signed a deal to increase the North African nation's energy exports to Italy, as part of Italy's drive to end its dependency on Russian oil and gas by 2025. Russia currently accounts for about 40% of all Italy's natural gas imports and about 13% of its oil imports, which means that replacing it won't be easy. This new deal with Algeria, though, which holds roughly 1% of the world's proven oil reserves, should go some way to helping Italy meet its 2025 target. Interestingly, though, this isn't the first time that Europe has looked to Algeria to replace Russian energy. In the aftermath of the Suez Crisis, France originally planned on getting its oil from Algeria, a then-French colony, instead of the Soviet Union. Unfortunately for the French, though, their plans were ultimately scuppered by the Algerian War that began in 1954 and ended with Algerian independence some seven years later. And finally, for the briefing today, President Biden has announced new rules to crack down on ghost guns, untraceable firearms with no serial number which can be bought and easily assembled. This is an important issue too, because according to Biden, these were the weapons of choice for many criminals. Under the new rule, it will be illegal for businesses to manufacture ghost gun kits without serial numbers, and illegal for gun dealers to sell them without a background check. According to the White House, between 2016 and 2021, there was a tenfold increase in the number of ghost guns recovered by law enforcement and criminal investigations, hence Biden calling the move basic common sense. The Justice Department's new rule, though, has already drawn the ire of gun rights groups like the NRA, who have urged members to oppose Biden's new nominee for the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, partly in response to this move. That's all we have time for on YouTube today. But if you want more from The Daily Briefing, including today's big question on the collapse of the Sri Lankan economy and our discussion of the Austrian Chancellor's recent visit to see Putin and whether leaders really should be sitting down with the Russian president at this time, then you should check out the extended version of The Daily Briefing over on Nebula. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also get an extended version of the show every single weekday available to watch on Nebula or to stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get an even more extensive briefing every day, then you'll want to sign up. And there's good news. Our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service with some of the world's best documentaries, is offering a deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $15 a year. 
That's all the documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream, and then more TLDR on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and, well, it's always ad-free too. Click the link below to get both services for less than $15 a year and support the channel.